Good afternoon, citizens of Kershaw County. This is Mike with the Swamp Fox Podcasting Network. Flying solo today, I popped into the undisclosed location to edit some interviews Matt did the other day at the opening of the new building at Historic Camden. Uh, he got up with David Snodgrass, Henry Gustafson, and a representative with the River Alliance, which is a uh, nonprofit out of the Columbia area. So, uh, without further ado, here they are. So right now, Henry Gustafson's complaining about where she parks. She, she should have been allowed to park closer. And Senator, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure. All right, thank you. I'm Matt with the Vote Matt Podcast. Nice to see you. You're Vote Matt. Yes, ma'am. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So what did you think here today? Did you like it? Of course I liked it. It's a wonderful um, idea uh, that has come to fruition in a very short amount of time, which is remarkable in this day and age. And it's a beautiful place, and it's my role as the senator of District 27 to make sure it, 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 it comes to its best um, fulfillment of what it can do here. Um, I, want, I would love to see it maintained have it stay beautiful like this um, for as long as possible, and that's part of my role, and also to see it um, very successful uh, and serve as a blueprint for the rest of the state. Show them, show other people how important history is and how you can turn history into uh, an economy builder. Yeah, I, I overheard you. They probably could have done a little better on the parking, I guess. Hopefully they'll have enough people to fill this parking up, right? Uh, I was just happy to see so many people here. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is a, a fully government-funded project, right? No, no private no, donations uh, came were, to this? There were other. There were a number of uh, partnerships in this building. And I'm going to go because I have two more appointments today. Okay, just real quick. As a Republican, do you, do you, how do you feel about the government subsidizing projects? Sure, I'm not going to. I'm good. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. I don't have time. I came back. Parking yeah, you had time to complain to the police officer about not being allowed to park up close. Okay, have a good day, ma'am. Come on, David Snodgrass. Come talk to the people. We're just doing a... We're doing a... On location. Yeah, we're on location. I got my press confidential... Uh, what do they call them? Credentials. My press credentials. Oh, yeah. I didn't get any special uh, press parking. Press they didn't give us any special parking spots, though. Well, what's up with that? They give me, if you told me you'd come in, I would have made sure you got a special parking spot. I'm not special. So I'm here with David Snodgrass, um, county councilman for what district? District 5. District 5. All right, you got your, your cute bow tie on today, matching Julian Burns. I like that. I was wearing bow ties where Julian was. You think so? I don't, I'll, yeah, I've been wearing them. He probably wore them when he moved back here. He probably said, like, I better try to blend in a little bit. <laughs> But he did say that mine was better today than his, so he did admit that. It kind of looks uh, a bit Confederate from a distance. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you might want to be careful in certain circles. You're probably good around here, though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, what do you think of this place? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's great. You know, it, it it's a neat way to tell the story. You know, a story that we've all we all grew up with. We all kind of grew up knowing the Concord Lexington story, and we didn't really understand the Southern story, the Southern how, campaign. The Southern campaign yeah. Which largely because, you know, when you have a civil war in the North, in, in north winds, well, they get the right history. That's right. The Victor, um, I think that was, uh, who wrote that? Victor Wright's history book? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Um, it's like something he might would say. But, yeah. uh, uh, so anyway, so this is, I mean, this is a way for us to say, hey, you know, 
as one as the David Ruer, one of the historians for the project, says, you know, our birth certificate may have Lexington Concord on it, but the labor delivery room was was in the South. You know, so. mm, okay, that's nice. Is, uh, so we're in the Central Carolina Technical College building. Yeah. Is this the classroom that they said they were? In? Yeah. So this is like the classroom, seminar, uh, event space. So you can have anything in here. I would imagine from a dinner to a meeting. Uh, I, I'm, I, when I'm told Central Carolina is going to use it on a regular basis for uh, for classes, would it, would it be available to rent for like a, mm-hmm. a nominal fee? Maybe a wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's got a catering kitchen, uh-huh. and I I just got the tour, so uh, this is how I know all this. It has a catering kitchen and then a little veranda, if you will, uh, out there that you could do cocktails or drinks or you know whatever. Okay. Or sweet tea, if you're like me. Well, the original <laughs> budget for this, now it's a combination of uh, DNR. Mm, or Central Carolina. Uh, PRT. PRT. Yeah. Okay. Central Carolina, um, the city of Camden. They city of Camden. And Kershaw County. Kershaw County. Okay. Um, and the original budget was for like three I, million. I've heard three million. Vincent actually, during the ceremony, he actually quoted that he, I think they secured over the last three years, secured like five and a half million of state funds for this. And then, of course, the city... Uh, they city ran the project. They own this property. Uh, they oversaw the oversaw the project. I'm sure they they put in funds to it. And then of course the county we put in operational funds because we have to operate a visitor center. Um, you have to. Is yeah, it? it's state law because we we collect accommodations tax. Oh. So it's one of those again. Okay. The state. This. Uh oh. It's a competition. Here comes the competition here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the General Assembly, they, they make all these rules, and we kind of have to abide by them. So you collect accommodations tax. If you take the money, you have to abide by the rules. Yeah, if you take the money. Because all state money comes with strings attached. Yeah, yeah like, and that all government money? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so we have to have accommodations, which means you have to have a tourism visitor center. So, like and, and the city of Camden did have a visitor center before, and it was at the, um, the Robert Mills Courthouse. Mm-hmm. It was operated by the Chamber of Commerce, okay. uh, the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. And... Um, you know, and we would we would we would give operational money towards that. Um, now the Chamber of Commerce is totally out of; they're totally out of it. They're they're just being the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, okay. So now, so. The, now it's a historic Camden, City of Camden, Kershaw County partnership to run to operate this. Yeah. And how many visitors are ex- they expecting on a monthly basis? Did they put a projected number? I, I mean, I can I can't I haven't heard that. I mean, but you're. Do you know how many people visited the last visitor center a week? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like three or four people. Probably. I would take this. This is really cool. Let me tell you what just happened. I was actually walking through here, and there's this guy. He had like a bag full of stuff. Like he'd been shopping in the thing, and had the one of the. Shirts. Oh, there's a gift store here. Yeah, there's a gift store. So we so get that money. Is that go to the historic Camden? Yeah, yeah, it's right here. So it, it's like a fundraiser for the historic Camden. So they run the gift. Do store. they pay the um, hospitality tax on top of that? Uh, you mean the sales tax? Well, isn't there a hospitality tax here in Camden? Oh yeah, like if you buy food. Yeah, oh, it's only yeah, food. No food, yeah, yeah, restaurant. So this yeah, I'm not big on the tax code. I don't really participate. You don't know the tax code, man. I just <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little thick. <laughs> um, so I was talking to this guy. He's from Phoenix, and I said, "Well, what are you doing here from Phoenix?" He said, "Well, my son just graduated basic over at, over at Jackson," and he said, "I saw the billboard for Simply Revolutionary," and he said, "I I googled," and I, he said, "I'm a historian." He said, "I have to check this out." So we have, we've already had a visitor from Phoenix, Arizona, come be a part of this, bought stuff in the gift shop, and then I pointed him to two of our two local restaurants, uh, Loopy and the Steeplechase, and he's heading to one of those. To Why not the uh, Highway 1 Cafe up in Castle? Well, he was looking for somewhere close. A little bit of bias. <laughs> he was looking for somewhere close, but I have been to the Highway 1 Cafe, and uh, it's good. 
the Cassett store and get some good pizza. Or the Midway, the new Midway General store, right? Sure. I haven't been in there because I'm pretty loyal to uh, my liquor dealers. <laughs> I got you. I don't, I'm, I'm sure you don't partake. No, no, I don't. I don't. I choose to abstain. Not in public anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. You're not Baptist. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I forgot. All right. Well, um, you know, these buildings are certainly nice. I've been down here. I came down during the construction process to watch them being yeah. built. And um, seems like there's good Wi-Fi coverage everywhere you go. Um, smells new. Yeah, everything smells new. Um, I thought Central Carolina would have a bigger role here. But um, I see one person over there handing out flyers. Yeah, they got a table. Their, their chairman of their board was here. He didn't, he didn't speak, but the president was on, on I think he's out of town. I wasn't able to be here. But, yeah, so in Central Carolina, they're part of some of the funding as well. Right. And and we just built them a new building down the road from here, right? Yes. Willard Technology. Well, the Willard Technology Center is the school district, but then, yeah, you have the CCTC campus, which was a joint venture. Um, so. Okay. Who voted for that? What? That was before I got on council, but, hey, there's a – the famous Jeff Maddox. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Where's my puppet? That's, that's, I want to. I want a picture of my puppet. Is, your puppet is. In my, my, my I thought I saw that one of your videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's hard to find one. I'm sure. You, uh, I, I look so kind, good. I'm such a good looking. Right. I'm look, just any, any kind of puppet is hard to find. <laughs> Hand puppets like. Oh, that. I know. Uh, I guess it's a lost art, huh? I, 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 I didn't have much choice for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Just, I don't. Wear, I don't usually wear yellow shirts, but it's okay. You know, got to get my bow tie now. <laughs> bow ties. Um, so, yeah, we. I saw the um, Camden Chronicle was live, and I. I didn't. Have, I just got done feeding my chickens and pigs, and figured I'd run down and get some interviews for the show. Um, see how people were thinking. Everybody seems to be pretty positive, and um, a lot of a lot of invitations were sent out to come here. Um, you know, a lot of people I talked to from out of town were invited by Julian Burns, personally. Mm. Um, so, the guy from Phoenix, he saw a billboard. Yeah, he, he was here in Fort Jackson, <laughs> and he saw a billboard. How much did that billboard cost? No, nah, that's a Camden. That's a Camden, city Camden. They, they do oh, oh, okay, cool. They do all the tourism. And well, good for them. The yeah, good for them. Um, so you, obviously, you feel Camden's part of Kershaw County, mm-hmm. so Kershaw County should be contributing some money to this project. Mm-hmm. That's, you agree with that? Yeah, because I mean, it's it, we're all a part of uh, promoting tourism uh, in Kershaw County. Okay, telling Kershaw County story and making sure people get out to Goodall State Park and make sure people get up to the racetrack in Westville and things like that. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's fair enough. Yeah. I I disagree, but you know we disagree <laughs> on a lot of things. Um, you know, the city of Camden is its own animal. Yeah, it is part of Kershaw County, but right. none of the money is going to leave Camden and and bleed out to the rest of the county. I think it will. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I, a great majority, yeah, it's going to stay. It's because people are going to just stay in the confines of the city. Um, but people are going to go out to Goodall. It's the longest, the state park's longest flatwater kayak track is out there. So. Yeah, I love it. I go fishing out there all the time. Called ripping lips, you know, with with the guys. We go out there and have our, our guy time on the kayaks. And um, usually, it's just us, though. I don't see anybody else out there. Now, I will say, people forget about this. So we have what's called the the, the it's called the lost credit on your property taxes. So. The more sales tax we collect, whether it's in the city of Camden or in the county, that goes back to you and I on a credit. On our yeah, but you know that's just a shell game, right? Because we shop here, we shop here, we spend money, we're taxed, and then it comes back on the back end. Right, but the more out of towners we, the more out of town money we get, it you know it it, it helps it helps uh, give us an advantage. What if Kershaw County adopted a flat tax? That'd be that'd have to start at the state level. 
because uh, also county is because like, we take state money and they're well, dictating to us how we spend. It's all statutory from the general assembly. So people re- remember. So county, it's like um, Major League Baseball. You have the big league team and you have the farm team, double A's. So we're, we're the double A team, and the general assembly is the is the is the big league team. And so kind of whatever they, you know, when it comes to taxes, they say there's yeah because they got to get their piece too. And counties, you these are these are your rules of how you have to, you know, it's because technically we have to collect property tax. You know, it's it's statutory. We can't like we. Right, but what if what if the county just said no, we're not doing it? What would happen? Well, I mean. Would they send the National Guard in? <laughs> Absolutely. They, they, they won't, would they? Well, it'd be to our disadvantage, though, because Why? all the services that we... I mean, you like people to pick up your trash, right? I, I do my own trash. You do your own trash? Yeah. Burning it? Yeah. Well, and, you know, it could be not, not everyone is as resourceful or has the ability, you know, if you're living in a small... Well, you can't do it here in Camden because they legislate you into... I mean, I live in Valley Park, which is in the county, but they pro- my neighbors probably still wouldn't appreciate me burning my trash. I don't know. But... Maybe if y'all got together and had one big burn pit. Burn pit, perhaps. Everybody just paid somebody five bucks a week to come collect the trash. <laughs> yeah. That's what my grandpa did on the side. He painted furniture, and then he would go collect everybody's trash. Hmm. And then he also was a loan shark. But Right. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of those changes, they, they start at the state level. And, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I agree that there needs to be a – we need to change – a lot of the property tax code needs to be changed. I mean, because when you, when you talk about philos and doing all those things – like we we doing those things because the state, the system's all messed up. But they hear here's all these workarounds to get around our messed up system. And I'm thinking, why don't we just fix the? Yeah, why don't we just trash it and start over? You know. But back to your original point, flat tax. I mean, I've always been uh, marvelled by that. I've, have you heard the fair tax? Yeah. I'm that. Yeah. So Neil Bortz, um, you know, Mike Huckabee was a, kind of a big proponent of that, and that's something I've always been interested in. To you know, tax me when I consume. Right. Like if I buy a Ferrari. It's a certain percentage of the cost of that Ferrari is going to go to taxes. But if I buy a uh, Prius, you right, know, it's not, not pay less. It's less of an impact. Or if I go and buy a used 1998 Toyota truck. But you and I both know the government will never go for that because they're fat and pigged at the trough. And they know that they can get their money from us by force. Well, perhaps. but um, Absolutely by force. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Eventually a guy with a gun is going to show up at my house if I don't pay my taxes, right? Oh, my God. You should get a bunch of dirty Right? Oh, you do get dirty letters, but then when you ignore them, who's coming next? Lee Bone and his <laughs> stormtroopers, right? Yeah. Well, I have never heard of that happening. Usually it's all. Well, yeah, usually people break and just turn themselves in because they don't want to deal with it. But, 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 but yeah. Or if you're rich, you just pay it, you know, get, find somebody to fix it for you and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, or it goes on delinquent tax sale and all that. So, I, there's man, there's a lot of things that are, you know, that could be fixed. And so that's why we, let's talk to. Talk to guys like Vic Dabney and, and those guys and say, hey, y'all. Yeah, I talk to him about weekly, weekly yeah. basis. You know, what? how do we, you know. Yeah, he's a lone voice crying in the wilderness up there. I know. I know. Even the Republicans, just because they have an R next to their name doesn't mean that they're Republicans or conservative or give a shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to say that Vincent Shaheen is probably more conservative than a lot of Republicans around here. Right? I agree with that. Yeah, it's strange. That's a strange uh, Camden phenomenon. Yeah, every, everything from uh, the issue of life and even, even some social issues. He and even business. He's more business probably minded than, uh, than a lot of Republicans. So yeah, I give. How do you feel about the fire department being here today? Uh, I, I love seeing the fire department. I, I think as a city, I guess for them, it's just a good community presence. So your district is covered by this fire department, right? That's correct. So that that ladder truck sitting out there set up. If there was a massive fire, uh, commercial fire somewhere, um, and that that truck would take about 15 minutes to break down and get it ready to get on the road. 
by then it would be burnt to the authority on that yeah um so you know they're using your firefighters to set up tables and chairs here this is the shift that's on duty today that that should be covering the area and ready to respond um how how do you feel about that well i mean think that's an abuse of um power i mean i see i know these guys i know their abilities i know like yeah 15 minutes 20 minutes you know, I know they could break it down and get. Yeah, normal response time for a fire is less than five minutes. Sure. Um, and there are another ladder truck north, or just this is the only la- this is the only aerial apparatus on this side of the river in our county. Okay. Okay. The only other one is in Lugoff. Yeah. Well, and I would imagine they've uh, they probably have called county service, and their their county is standing by to you know to offer some support if something would. Did anybody ask the chief if they did? No, I didn't ask. Them. Maybe I'll ask. Yeah. He doesn't like me. He won't talk to me. Oh. Because I, I, you know, scare a lot of his friends, so he, he's like their bulldog. Now, I mean, I think, man, you know, you're, you've been a fireman. You're a fireman. Like, it's, historically, firemen has always just kind of been, like, a really neat com- community presence of, yeah, you run into a burning building, you save lives, you do all these cool things, but it's also just, you know, uh, just about a community awareness. And, and so. Yeah, absolutely. That would be great if that's what they were doing, but today they're used as manual labor. Right, yeah, they're the AV team, the table team, you know. A friend of mine, he was uh, he was. Me, that's, that's an abuse. I got you. Because they should be training. You, have you ever looked at the training logs for Camden Fire Department? I haven't. No, I, that's you might want to look into that. Okay. I mean, that's, that's not under. I mean, I. Well, it covers your district. Sure, sure. That's people's lives in danger. That's true. That's true. But well, maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah, no, I, I have never even thought about that. Yeah. yeah, so training is an integral part, and it's an ongoing process. Not, you know, not only you have hundreds of hours of, of certifications through the LLR, State Fire Academy, um, but you have to constantly drill and train. Um, now, I'm thinking probably half them guys out there wearing blue shirts probably aren't even fully certified firefighters right now. Did you know that? Did not know that. Yeah, so they hire off the street with no experience, no training, and the chief just signs off on them. I find that. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I find that very surprising. Yeah. So, you know, when when I text you during a meeting saying, "Hey, why aren't we asking these kind of questions?" Nobody asked the question. Nobody asked Lee Bone, "Why is our abuse of force up 110 percent? What happened?" Or nobody asked, you know, the fire chiefs, "Why do we need to build a new fire station in Cassett?" There's one right up the road in Bethune, and another one down the road. And um, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, the Cassett one. That's that was always planned to be the hub for that. There actually is a fire fire station in Cassett. Right yeah, but it's. They let it. They let it go to shit. It was. It was. You know, in disrepair. And uh, you know whose fault that is? The chief of the fire. The chief. Oh, yeah. But there was no accountability over that, right? Yeah, we got. We have a new chief. We have a new county chief, and uh, I'm very. He's a great. Guy. He's a great firefighter. Yeah, I'm very optimistic about kind of new blood, new vision. Um, you know, kind of understand how things go, and you know, so it, it was. It was good. It's a good change. So. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Probably uh, 15 years overdue. Yeah, I haven't been around that long, so I don't know, I'm not sure. But I know I'm excited about what Will and what he's gonna what he's gonna do. Yeah, he comes from Sumter. They're um, a big fire department down there. Um, but he he actually taught some of my fire academy classes, and uh, we've worked together, you know, responding to fires in the county, yeah, stuff like that. So I got faith in you know guys like Gary and the other battalion chief. I mean, they I think our county service is it's on it's on par to to really go to the next the next level. Did you see the new ambulance that the EMS bought? I haven't yet. I saw you had mentioned me about that the QRV that was well there's they they built a QRV they they had a QRV built custom made um I think it cost man I don't even know 150 grand uh, but it's empty nobody nobody likes riding it doesn't do anything huh. also they just got a new ambulance right right that was uh that was but have you ever been to EMS station one 
downtown? I haven't been inside. I know it's it's in disrepair. That's horrible. And they got station two is closed down. Well, and that's why you know we're with the new bond money we're at, we're we're building a new station, which hopefully I think it, I think Gerald wants to combine. There's talk about maybe combining one and two. And how much cash do we have in our emer- our emergency reserves? If uh, emergency reserves is probably, I think it's two and a half to three million because that's what it was when we did the small business grant. And that's that's what we pulled, that's what we pulled that out of, but that's been replenished since. So that's two and a half. So do you think maybe having two EMS stations down at a time would can be a, an emergency? Could be an emergency, right? Could be an emergency. If you got a bus crash on the I twenty, yeah, unless they're able to really shuffle things. Yeah, they do do a good job of juggling those those uh, folks around and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those um, Jim Edge and um, Gerald Blanchard, they do a good job of managing their folks, um, and I enjoy working with them when I did work with them. Um, but the oversight of how the money is being spent is a little suspect to me. Mm. You know, if they can afford a new ambulance and a QRV, um, yet they're living in a molded trailer, you know, what's going on with that? Yeah, and I, I, guess I think he was hoping, you know, before the economy, whatever you want to call it, a hiccup, um, they were hoping to build a new station there on that spot. But if we have money in the cash, we don't have to go into debt for it. Why not? Well, I mean, and I know you're not going to agree with this, but I mean, sometimes you look at if, it, if an interest rate is so low, sometimes it's more beneficial to hold on to the cash. And you remember that Bible verse, right, about debt? <laughs> what is it? Go ahead. Uh, right. <laughs> I can't think of the borrower is slave to the lender. Borrower slave to the lender. Is that a proverb? Who said that? Might have been Jesus. I don't know Jesus. I don't know that. Did he? Uh, it might have been proverb. Yeah. So who who wrote the proverbs? <laughs> So a lot of problems are attributed to Solomon, although what we know is... He wrote some pretty sexy ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. Song of Solomon. Um, it, is not, it is not G-rated. Um, <laughs> you have to use your imagination a little yeah, bit. I use that in marriage counseling. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Um, so I am myself adverse to debt. Right? I, don't, I don't want debt in my life. I, I drive a 2014 Prius, and I get made fun of all the time at the station, but I'm like... <laughs> You know, laughing me all you want, guys. I'm, you know, I got 50 miles a gallon, and I'm, but the only the only debt I have is my property right now, which I'm working on paying off. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do follow some of his principles, but not all of them. It's kind of anyway. Um, but yeah, so we I don't even use credit cards, right? So um, I would, me personally, it'd be nice if my representatives, because you are representatives, mm-hmm. not leaders. You're supposed to. Sure. Right? Yeah. I, um, do you, I don't like when people call politicians leaders because it's just not true. Yeah, well, they're there to represent. True, you, you know, positional leadership is not really true leadership. Right. We should be being we're, we're the leaders of you, right? Because you represent us. Yeah, and you know, it's in some degree. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to move on. Try to catch somebody else. This place is kind of empty now. Let you go. Um, good conversation. Yeah. One question. Um, how? How much censorship of public comments is the chairman allowed to? I would imagine he has the the parameters that are in the guidelines. So as council, we pass guidelines, and you know, as so long if there's no basically if there's no profanity, no profanity, 
No, uh, you know, you can't get no, up there and say, Snodgrass, you're an idiot. I hate you. Right, you know, right. Stick right, to the issues. Right. And if you did, I wouldn't. Uh, proper I, wouldn't decor- I, I don't think he would either. <laughs> uh, but but uh, proper decorum, um, when Ken Burns says proper decorum, uh, it, that's completely subjective. Yeah, that his opinion of what proper decorum is? Yeah. I, I'll give you a good example. So I think, I think a lot of people should follow the example of Tom Webb. So he is probably one of my favorite. No, no, love, no, no offense. One of my favorite people in the world. Public, public commenters. And uh, I, I see Tom a lot. And, uh, uh, you know, his, his approach is probably a good – his approach for, for those who want to be government watchers, which, which is fine, which we should be – he's probably a good example of how to, yeah. how to approach yeah. counsel. I, I agree that his is one way. Okay. And mine as an agitator <laughs> is another way. But what I am concerned yeah. about yeah. is like uh, the previous council meeting, mm-hmm. um, I sent in a very short comment that was not fully quoted by Julian Burns for no particular reason. And I, I understand that those electronic public comments are then stapled to the next meeting's uh, booklet. Do you see those comments in full? Yeah, they'll be, they, uh, they, they, they're usually Why are they in the agenda. Why not reading the full comment? I think I might have a First Amendment case against the chair and the county. This is the third time that I, it, it's happened. And I am very, very concerned about my First Amendment right. There is no profanity in there, and I'm not going after a single person. I am going after the collective. I need that addressed because this is becoming an increasing problem of a dictatorial uh, county council run by the chair. Because he got the ten. I mean, I I didn't. I'll, I'll go read your full. Please, I'll go read your full and see, and I'll compare it. Um, I would I would argue that he probably gave the he gave the tenor of your of your I, I in don't the want yeah uh, there's a, when it's a public comment yeah. and that's a question for him and and maybe even address, uh, ask the a question for counsel sure well just at this, this point I'm not important. I'm not aware I mean I, I wasn't aware that he he ed, or he this missed is, a, that, the, the only two comments that I sent in electronically were both censored the uh. The other comment was when I said the word steal and he pounded me down. Now, though, that's three times under the decorum that Ken DeBose says that he has censored free speech. And it's dangerous. And the ca- I have yet to see a councilman on the council stand up for the people's right and not a dictator on a chair. Well, I'll, I'll look in. Like I said, I, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't get a. Co- I didn't get the copy. I'll, I'll go back and ask for the copy. Please. You know, I was just. Please. I was just going by the audible. And I know, David. That, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that you're trying to do anything or anything like that. These are concerns that are keeps issues that keep popping up. Mm-hmm. And if you can look into them, and if you feel that I am speaking the truth, please address it in council. Why? All right. Thank you, Mr. Snodgrass, for your time. I appreciate it. All right, we're out of here. The Swamp Fox Podcast Network is proud to announce our new sponsor, the Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. An old Bishopville building is a home to a store unlike any you have ever experienced. Gift shop, furniture store, local history museum, and art gallery. It's all of these things. There's an inventory here found nowhere else. 
Presented with an opportunity to make a personal connection to heirloom quality pieces that will honor our heritage and enrich your family's lives for generations to come. Here you will carefully select your pieces created by 60 fine woodworkers, artisans, and artists. The backbone of our store is products handmade from lumber, which is sawn from old-growth sinker logs recovered from the muddy, dark bottoms of South Carolina's rivers and swamps. These logs were lost over 125 years ago as they were transported on the waterways and were recovered with scuba equipment. Check them out at www.swamplogartisans.com or visit them at 229 North Main Street in downtown Bishopville, South Carolina. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about the uh, kiln-dried lumber. Mm -hmm. You just buy the rough-cut slabs. Yeah. And also the paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they've got some really cool stuff. I want to see that. I mean, it's just beautiful framework. And from looking at this brochure, some pretty nice art. Uh, I might go out there today. Are they open today? Yeah. Awesome. So I would love it for Swamp uh, the Swamp Fox Network people to uh, support this company and just let them know where you heard about it. Ms. Funderburg didn't want to do a meeting with me or do an interview. What was her reason? She has a meeting to go to, she said. Um, so she's a very busy, important lady, I'm sure. Who um, you see over there yeah, he didn't want to do an interview either. He's, he, he's well knowledge in the history. Oh, okay. They all want to stay on the good side of Camden. I guess so. He's an attorney. He's an attorney down here in Camden, right off the other part of in town. Oh, okay. A, a, a good historian. He Democrat leaning, whatever mm-hmm. the hell that means. Well, you know, but, uh, As are most people in Camden. Shating, uh, oh, was Mr. he here? No, Shating was here, and then he ran. I must have missed him. He had his mask on, ninja mask. He saw my long hair. Um, he didn't have a mask on. He didn't? No face diaper. No face diaper. Oh, it was in his back pocket. Oh, it was? Yeah. Just in case the camera shut up, he could put it on? Yeah, yeah. In case WIS or somebody else. Yeah. Okay, well, it looks this like it's... A, this is a wonderful uh, use of uh, taxpayer dollars, don't you think? This is actually beautiful. Are they going to rent out any of this stuff? No, no. They, they are not. I think they're supposed to have... Um, they're supposed to have classrooms here, I thought. Well, they got a great um, big open room there, and they got the open barn over there. Uh, you yeah. know, it seems like you let the public come in and, and rent yeah, it and hold meetings. Like, and imagine all that if you had a stuff. wedding party here. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then you could, um, you know, kind of re, re uh, what do they call it? Reimburse the taxpayers, I guess, somehow. Um, well, I mean, they ain't going to get their money back, no. but they could pay off some debt. I wonder if there's some debt involved in this. Or do they pay cash? Uh, I doubt there's any debt because the, the federal government, the state government, the local government is already... DNR gave a lot of money. Who's that over there sweating through his seersucker jacket? That dude's, that dude's sweating like that. He needs to get inside, man. It ain't that all that uh, notice, important, is it? Uh, there's not really any face diapers. No. Uh, uh, That's cool. I mean, there's a few here and there. But what about this damn Delta? And, the, and now the county council is going back to Rona Rona protocols. Yeah, yeah. you can't be too close. They're only going to let a certain amount of people in the meetings. Um, and, and look, there's no three feet social distance in, in here. And all what? Even with a mask on, they say you still have to social distance with a mask, right? Yeah, even if you got the juice. Yeah, especially. I think it's especially if you got the uh, the vaccine, right? 
Well, you know, they, they're pushing it like crazy, and now the face diapers are back, and everything's back. Yeah. But Hello. Yeah, yeah, all the people that push it and all the people that clap for it yeah. have not got face diapers on. Yeah, that's that's weird, isn't it? We we're going to be on Facebook Live, but I think somebody chickened out. Um, but we're going to try to talk to a few more people here and see if they have anything to say. How you doing, sir? You're with the River Alliance. I am indeed. Were y'all part of this project here? No, we are. We are admirers of this project. We're okay. trying to replicate in a small way, in our own Columbia way, a a visitor center down on the Concrete Creek. Oh, okay. So you all live in Columbia? We do. And what what brought you out here today? An invitation. Yeah, we knew this was going on, uh-huh. and uh, I wanted to see it finished. I got to see it in in. Uh, I got to see it in in the pre-construction stuff. Mm-hmm. But they did a great job with the historical side of this, and you okay. know, we're going to try. We're going to try to replicate. Are you? So come over see us. How, how y'all going to pay for that? Uh, <laughs> well, how am I going to pay for that? Is so River Alliance uh, philanthropic. philanthropic we're firm? a five hundred one c three public benefit corporation. Okay. And most of what we do is uh, access to to public waterways. So the greenways in Columbia, of which are now like fifteen miles or so. Yeah. Uh, we were involved in all of that from concept through, you know, funding through property acquisition through construction engineering design and then, and then construction. So mm-hmm. on the visitor center side, uh, on Congaree Creek, we've actually got 12,000 years of, of uh, history. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is try to celebrate all that. We've done a lot of archaeology. we got more archaeology than we can, you know, tell right. stories. You know. What are you doing? You're... Uh, I'm, I'm Matt with the Vote Matt Podcast. Oh, okay. I'm a local activist, reporter. Oh. Um, here in Kershaw County. I actually live in Cassett. Um, and we're just coming out to try to talk to some people, see how they feel about it. Yeah, um, I think this, I mean, the whole idea and what we were trying to do in, is relatively parallel. I mean, we've got a lot of great museums in Columbia, and then we've got this outdoor space. Yeah, I, I really like the State Museum. That's one of my favorite Yeah, places. so we figured uh, we have partnered with the State Museum on on telling the stories that we uncover as we do projects. Okay. So we do wayside exhibits with the state museums. So if you mm-hmm. wander around, see us, you know, see a panel like that. Yeah, like the uh, canal where the canal is. Yeah, the Irish, yeah. Um, Irish slaves built the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what we've decided is we're going to try to get people to look at an artifact or look at a story, and then we say, hey, well, you know, the, the, if you go to the state museum, you can see the actual artifact. You see a much bigger display. Oh, okay. So what we're going to try to do is do all that. We'll have a small. I think we put out, if you go to Congaree Creek, you can go to my website, too, but that minute. But Is that the, Con- the riveralliance.org? Yeah, org? Con- yeah dot org. Okay. So, so if you go to Congaree Creek, we've got 25 or 30 panels that we put out. I can't remember now. Uh, a lot of them are Civil War. A lot of them are early British colonial garrison, Fort, Fort uh, Granby. We've got Red War stuff. they got Native American stuff. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, got to have a place we had a bathroom where you park and you sure. know you can let everybody come out and you can bring school groups in and so we're going to hook it to we also have some rev war connections mm-hmm. so what we're trying to do is get it done by you know the 250th anniversary stuff oh okay and then tie it in with the liberty trail and all that stuff i mean they had more uh you know i mean obviously battle of camden is a bigger battle than our little skirmishes rev war stuff but we had we had a Civil War battle. We got a mile of earthworks we're preserving and okay. all that. So we got a little bit of money out of the state. Where did the Union park their, their guns to fire on uh, downtown oh, Columbia? Oh, they were over at West Columbia. West they were, Columbia. Yeah, yeah, they were Is just that shooting. part of your area of interest? Or yeah, we built, in fact, there on the western side of the Gervaisry Bridge, there's two silhouettes out of steel up there, which oh, are okay. Rebel, or Civil War-type guys. And then down in K- Casey, one of our first projects was to put 
a full-size mounted dragoon from a second regiment of the second <laughs> second regiment of light dragoons, and you just talk about the about the history because you go down Old State Road and you know oh, there's a bar over here and there's a place to eat over here and and so what we're trying to do is get people to recognize that there are layers and layers and layers of stories right. and to tell them. Whenever I, I'm from Missouri originally, um, and so whenever I have family visit. Uh, I always take them to the Capitol and show them the stars where the oh, yeah. cannonballs hit. Well, the, well, the, and they're funny, part is, the funny part is, we, you know, for a while we had a uh, we had a reenactment battery set up over there on the West Columbia side and, and fired blanks at the General Assembly. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, man, you, you know, you could probably sell the opportunity to fire live rounds to the right people. <laughs> I'd pay for it. That would be great. I'm sure there's probably but some yeah, uh, state there, reps that would love to do that. Out there on a, as a gunner on a, on a uh, Napoleon, you know, so. That would be amazing. But, so what's your wounded warrior hat? You military? Actually? I was. I spent 14 years in the Army. No kidding. What would you do? I was a sapper uh, for a while with 25th Infantry Division, and then um, I changed over to counterintelligence. Oh, okay. So uh, a little bit before 9-11, I had changed over to counterintelligence work, and then we were very busy after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> kidding. Well, I, I did uh, here at Fort Jackson as a drill sergeant. Okay. And then uh, that pretty much broke me. I was like, I'm done. I got to go. Yeah, get tired of that? Yeah. Well, that's how I got here. So I was in the Army for 26. I okay. went into 69 and then, you know, came out in 90, when did I come out? 94, I guess. You know, so uh, all the military history. So I bias everything to military history, okay? So I'll right. Full, full admission. But we've got... Uh, you know, we, we've got, it's interesting because we had the first British garrison, which is set up like a very, very, very small little patrol base in the middle of nowhere, literally. We have the remnants that were the, the connections to land from the, from the water connection from Charleston of the Revolutionary War garrison, which was a fortified farmhouse complex with berms around it. Okay. And then we've got Old State Road, where we had, um, uh, when, the, when the, uh, this, the Revolutionary War Fort Granby fell, the, the part of the surrender deal was the British guys marched south on Old State Road. And we've done some archaeology and found some Rebel War stuff out there. Nice. And so then we've got the Civil War stuff, which I'll go on forever on this one. The Civil War stuff, we've got a mile of earthworks, and we did, we, we did a, a, a grant with the National Park Service, and we did the definitive battle of Congaree Creek. So if you want to come on. I'll, I'll come out. you have a card or something? Yeah, sure. And we'll we'll uh, promote what you're doing, and because preserving our history is extremely important. Well, you know, that's um, the whole thing. We figured as we went through, uh, you know, I mean, it's not just the access project, but it's also the access to the history part that we're we're pitching. And we got a lot of partners. I mean, the State Museum, the Relic Room, the you know, Casey Museum, Lexington Museum. Is there a lot of private property around there you have to deal with uh, right of ways and all that? That's kind of what stuff? I do for a living. That's, you that's know, I talk. Here's my spiel. You know, I want to build this great greenway down here on the river. Can't build anything because it's federal floodway. Right. But if you give it to me, I will then try to get somebody to build a greenway down there, and you can have people out out your front door. What is that restaurant that's right across the bridge there that overlooks the uh, river? Well, one of them is uh, it's the Black Rooster now, and then there is uh, it's kind of a wedding event place. And yeah, oh, that's uh, that's Stone River. Stone River. Yeah, that, it's yeah, beautiful, yeah. and it overlooks the greenway. Yeah, it's right. We can talk about it in the canals. So we we build all that in front of there, the amphitheater and all that stuff, and then and then. We try not to, but occasionally we'll get into it. We try not to do programming. We try to, but we did, you know, we did concert series. We did um, Sleepy Hollow on a River with a Live Horse. I mean, all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, we've we've tried to do some uh, before COVID. We were trying to do some some interaction with Revolutionary War Civil War folks to do it on on the site out there on Congaree Creek, but that kind of got busted by COVID. But you know, we'll pick that up, and you know, but the, the real deal is. Um, 
you know, just trying to put those panels out, tell the story, keep it going. Get, I mean, everybody that I see out there looking at one of these panels, you know, because we went over every word and picture and all that stuff with the State Museum guy. Oh, they really get it. They're checking. Yeah, it, it was. I was really surprised to see the panel by the canals talking about the Irish laborers, um, which people have forgotten about that. Well, you know, know, the, the um, other cool thing is on the Saluda, which is the new one we just opened. Official opening is 29th, but that's three miles, and there are intact uh, early 1800, early 1800 stonework out there. So if you like stonework, give me a call. I'll give it a grand tour. Okay. okay, I'll call you up and we'll come out and maybe we'll do a show. Yeah, do it. Thank you for thank you for everything, sir. Take care. Bye bye.